good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I am Ken Walls and I'm your host and I'm very, very excited to, to be on here today. And I'm excited about the guest that I have on the show. I've actually seen this woman, She, her and I are friends, or is it she and I? <laughs> what, whatever we're, we're friends on Facebook I've, I've seen her um, her live stream videos here and there um, I, I'm if I'm completely transparent and you guys know I am um, I don't know that much about her except for she's awesome I've seen her live and she's incredible and and she has a book um, something about getting rid of the bully in your head and selling direct selling 101 and all these things like this woman is is like she's intense you'll see so i want to want to go ahead and welcome my friend good we're best friends bffs for <laughs> my sure my good friend vicky to the show vicky welcome to the show Oh my gosh! Thank you so much for first of all that introduction and and for being the BFF. I feel I feel really privileged to be your new BFF. So uh, <laughs> and it's probably good that you don't know that much about me, right? That you know that way it's like the mysterious relationship unfolds on the air. <laughs> right. By the way, I insist that you send me those little laughing face pillows behind you. Oh right! I love those. You know, I got them as a gag gift at a um one of those things during a Christmas last year, and I was like, "Oh no, I am not giving these up." I that love is them. so awesome. I just saw you move your head, and I saw one. Yeah, I love that. I want one of those. <laughs> I'm gonna have to Amazon that stuff. So, 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 Vicky, you know, I told you I created this show back in April ish. Um, I need to look that up and see when my first episode was. But um, I think it was March or April, but um, I've had some unbelievable, some some celebrities and and entrepreneurs and just great people on the show share their story because, you know, I know that we gain a lot of power and strength in life by hearing how other people have overcome the crap that life throws at us, right? And uh, yes. <laughs> you are good at telling your story. I've heard bits and pieces of it. So let's let's, you know, start with um, tell everybody where you were born and raised. Well, born like my dad was in the military, so I was actually born in Abington, Pennsylvania. I don't even exactly know where that is, but uh, Abington, Pennsylvania, we actually moved to Abington, Massachusetts after that of all strange things. Um, and then we moved out here to uh, Northern California and then to Texas. So I really consider myself a California girl, though, because I started here in third grade and I've been here ever since. And and uh, I have really planted my roots here. And I love California. Um, love the weather. Even even when we have these crazy rainstorms, I, I still love California. So uh, that's that's kind of born and raised. I came here with a Texas drawl because I, I tend to, and you'll find out if you read the, the 12 Books, 12 Months series, that I tend to assimilate things. And I think that's from moving around so much is, is you know, recognizing at a young age that, you know, people call you names, right? When I moved to Texas, when we were, I was in kindergarten or maybe in preschool, like right before kindergarten and I had this dramatic, if intense thing with the next door neighbor. I go over and I'm like, hi, you guys. And this little girl, you know, what is she? Five, six years old, puts her hands on her hips and goes, it's not guys, it's y'all. And I was like, <laughs> Oh man, like all of a sudden, you know, you have these epiphanies as a child or as an adult and it's like, boom. All right. 
and now when I'm around and Texans, kids, I tend hey, to start kids yelling can be it nasty. up. <laughs> kids, kids can be nasty. What? <laughs> can be terrible. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's a little, little, little bit about me. So don't you feel a little bit closer to me now? I do. I do. <laughs> you're awesome. So Greg Grayson says, Ken, you're so lucky to have Vicky. She rocks. I've been following her for about four years. I love you, Greg. Thanks he's for being a, he's here. A, he's awesome. He is awesome. Spectacular man. So, so you, so you ended up though back in California. So you, you went from. Let me get this right. What was the okay. town you were born in? In Abington, Abington, Pennsylvania. I have no. I live right next door to Pennsylvania, and I don't know where that is. So, <laughs> um, Abington, Pennsylvania, and then you moved to. Abington, Massachusetts. Abington, Massachusetts. From the what I understand, I don't know where that name? is either. It's same name. I think it had one has two B's and one has one. I know. I don't know. I can't tell you. <laughs> oh now, let me just let me just say, my dad could tend to be a jokester. It is possible. I've believed that my entire life, and it isn't true. But I do believe that one is true because they were from Boston. But it it is possible. My dad oh. pulled some over on me as a child. He's passed away now, so I can't grill him on it. But uh. oh my gosh! So so you and then you went to California, then to Texas, then back to California. Yeah, Northern California on Alameda for those, any of those uh, Navy brats out there. We lived on the you know Navy housing out there. Then we moved to Navy housing in Texas in right. uh, Grand Prairie, and uh, then from there my dad my my graduated. My dad retired from the military after 22 years as a chief, and uh, we we settled out here in California. Well, my family and I moved out first before my dad did. Wow, and Northern California. We moved to Southern Cal. We we were in Northern Cal and Alameda. Then okay. we moved to Texas, and then we we moved here to Southern California. I gotcha. grew up in Garden Grove. Okay, okay, and so, so and all of this before you were what? Before third grade. So oh. I mean, I I moved here in third grade. Mm -hmm. Your final move. Was... I'm only 22 though. Let's just make sure we're all like, clear about that. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> right. I know. I'm only 26. I get it. Right. Okay. See, we're all <laughs> good with that. <laughs> I know. No, I turned 50 last July, and I'm like, how did that happen? Right? I mean, my son is 22, like if we're being honest here, and it's kind of like I look and go, Jeez. I'm only 22. I really don't know where you came from or how <laughs> right. this happened. <laughs> That's insane, isn't it? So it is. my oldest just turned 13, so I, I started later in life. But oh. but so – so you you ended up in Southern California, and what part of Southern Cal? Uh, Garden Grove. It's in Orange County. So if oh, you guys okay. know, uh, okay. yeah, Orange okay. County. I've I've been over. I um, when I lived in Vegas, we drove over before we came back to Ohio. We drove over to we went to Big Bear Lake for my birthday, right, yep. and oh. then we drove on over to um, L.A. because I had never been to L.A. and so we oh. drove. And we went down to that uh, Santa Monica Pier, and, and that was it. And we went back to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> we had oh. dinner there and drove back to Vegas. So that's, that's, that's a light experience. schedule for California. Huh? <laughs> that's a light schedule when you got Disneyland and you got Knott's Berry Farm and Magic Mountain and I the know. beach and the, you know, hitting Santa Monica Pier is great, but, yeah. you know, yeah. you, miss. you well, miss Chino for sure because, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, we, so, you know, my wife's been all over California. I, I haven't, however, so. Um, but, but, um, yeah, Kevin Naylor says big bear Lake. Yeah, that was incredible. 
But so, okay, enough about me and my travels, for the love of God. Um, <laughs> what the heck? That's not what this show, this is not the travel channel. So, um, so you ended up there, you were, and I, by the way, the one book I was talking about, the one that catches my attention the most is the bully thing in your head, right? Evict the bully in your head. Yeah. yeah. Evict the bully in your head. Do you have a, a copy of that with you? I don't, you know, it's so funny. Oh. Um, I know, right? I have on, Direct Selling on 101, though, right? which is the first one. Okay, Evict the Bully in Your Head is not on Amazon yet. It will be this week. We had, you know, when you're doing 12 books in 12 months, it's a little hard for my publisher to keep up. That's insane. And, <laughs> That's and, insane. Right? We've thrown them for like a serious loop, and then we had to do some changes. And, and so this actually, I'm, I had to switch the ISBN numbers so I could self-publish this one because they can't keep up. And so we're, we're working through some, some minor issues, but people that are purchasing it immediately get the, uh, get an instant copy. And, and like I said, we're working through some technical difficulties, but, uh, it's, wow. it's a phenomenal book. I have to say it's so near and dear to my heart. And, um, well, it's, we're, it's, well, I, I, and I want you to dive into that, but I, I want to, want to say this first, you know, 12 books in 12 months is what you're writing. <laughs> Wow. But we're yeah. going to get into that. First, let's talk about the, you know, the school and, and all of that. You graduated high school in Southern California. Yes. Um, I actually graduated early. So if we're just trying to be, you know, if you just want to like, wow. you know. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. So, yeah, I, so was, you, I was eager to look forward in life. <laughs> uh, that's incredible. Did you go to college? I started in college. This is like a fun story too, because people for somebody who's built and sold four companies, top 10 worldwide in my industry and as an international, um, you know, author, speaker, you know, business consultant, I wanted to be an actress. That, that's the truth. I know this probably be a huge shock for everyone, right? But I wanted <laughs> to be an actress and, um, and my dad, as much as I absolutely adore him, my dad said, I registered in college. And my dad said to me, I'm not paying for your singing and dancing and acting lessons. And and it kind of broke my heart because now, see, I graduated early. I bought my first house. I started my first business when I was 12. But then I bought my first house when I was 19 here in California, which is a pretty cool thing. Wow. But, you, right, you definitely have some, some pressure. So I had, you know, I had a job and. And then I wanted to go to college too, but to pay my house payment, take care of my bills, work full time and go to school, I felt like I just couldn't do it on my own. And when my dad said no, um, that he wasn't going to pay for it, I went for a little bit longer and then I thought, you know what, I'm just, you know, I have a passion for entrepreneurship and I'm just going to do that and continue working. And I worked my way up in my company extremely quickly and then quit and started my own first business, like with employees when I was 20. So, you know, I've had this wild, fun, crazy, difficult ride that I, and that's what this whole 12 books, 12 months series is about is like helping people to, you know, recognize the value internally and to hold on to their dreams and not let go just because other people are the naysayers and the bully in your head that says you're not good enough, not smart enough, not strong enough, not pretty enough, not old enough, not whatever enough. And anyway, so that was my little passion right there we are we are like we're 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 like twins what's that called paternal or something or what what's the word um, well like paternal means we don't we're not identical so oh, right see, <laughs> fraternal I, I see i didn't even graduate high school so i i don't i'm not as smart as you are but in my book 
<laughs> in my book, I wrote about, you know, I wake up every single morning to the judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> like, right? Right? I wrote about that in my book. And it's like, you know, you're, you're, you, you wake up and it's like, stand bad, loser. <laughs> Nobody would care about you. You know, like like all of that stuff. And 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 I so I love the title of that book. I just love it. So when it hits Amazon, you have to let me know because I'll bring you back on and we'll blow that thing out. Like seriously. It should be it should be Friday. Like well, Friday, wait, tomorrow's Friday. Probably Monday then because it wow. could happen tomorrow. All we have to do is is add the new ISBN numbers to the folder and upload it, but then I don't know. I think they'd take two days, right? To yeah. anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. They, so they, Monday. They everybody pray for me. Monday we should all we have to do <laughs> is just Tweak two little things and boom, it's ready. So, so that's awesome. I love the title. I'm sure if if the book is as good as the title is, it's going to be an amazing book. So I'm I'm looking forward to reading it. But so so but let's so let's back up. You started in college and and you said this isn't for me. Well, no, that's not true. But uh, honestly, I, I said my dad wouldn't pay for it. And I felt like I was stretching myself with, you know, like I said, owning my own home yeah. and, and working full time and stuff. And I felt like I was stretching myself because yeah. I was ta- I was actually taking marketing, too. I was I was doing marketing and, you know, I had all Jeez. this. Yeah, I know. I'm crazy, but I'm so passionate and I have so much energy that I just I dive into things with this intensity that but it's only if it's fun. Like if I'm not having fun, I always say if you're not having fun, you are doing it wrong. It doesn't mean that there's not work. Right. But if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. So I think I lasted a a semester, um, maybe started my second semester. I honestly don't recall, but, um, I just thought the time and energy it's taking, um, is, and, and the financial resources, like I said, you know, when you're 19 and you buy a house, that's a, that's a responsibility. And then making sure that you're right. So (laughs) anyway, so, so I, that's why I withdrew from college because it, it, I didn't, I financially, I mean, honestly, I guess we could call that an excuse. I don't feel like it was an excuse, but I also feel like I was being pulled to this entrepreneurship and believe that at some point if I wanted to, um, Oh yeah, I see Greg's comment about ask about the Tony yeah, Robbins interview. Yeah, that's, that's on the that. agenda. <laughs> um, so anyway, so that's that's why. I mean, like I said, I don't want people to think that I couldn't have made it work, but I work really hard already, and I I weigh things out and yeah. said I'm not sure how much farther that's going to get me, and and I had already, like I said, I started my first business at 12. So I already felt like I had this, this thing down, like I could, I could do this. And yeah. if I want to make enough money to stop and then go be an actress later, then I could do that. And you know, anyway, wow. so there's, well, you, there's you look like you should be an actress. You act like, like you, you should be an actress. <laughs> and you TV producers out there, I am ready to host my own show. I promise I'm quick <laughs> on my feet and I could totally rock it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I have, I actually, I have a connection that might be able to help you with that, but, um, yeah, so, so (laughs) that's right. But the, so, so you decided to, um, to leave because college is not cheap. 
Um, right. And neither is owning a house in Southern California <laughs> and, <Right. laughs> and all the other stuff. And that, gosh, that was only a couple years ago. Uh, yes, so, exactly. <laughs> That's why you're wondering where I got all this experience. <laughs> right, right. But what, so, so what happened next? Because you wrote a, you, you wrote a book about direct selling and, and yes. for um, those who don't know what direct selling is, why don't you tell them? I, I mean, I know what it is. I could tell them, but I want you to tell them. Um, well, direct selling, I mean, a lot of people actually have different interpretations, which is part of the reason for the book, but direct selling and uh, the industry, right, is, is a direct to consumer sales. When we actually connect with people personally and we talk about multi-level marketing, network marketing, hybrid marketing, which is what's kind of going on now and kind of demystifying it. But the book, even though the first one is called Direct Selling 101, there's actually six in the series. Most what? people don't. Yeah, I know. Six. There's direct selling 101, 201, 301, 401, 501, and a bonus one called 601 that nobody really knows about yet. But it is. <laughs> I already oh have 13 books <laughs> instead of just 12. What? I know. <laughs> but uh, direct. I know. Well, when I started in the direct sales industry, um, it was a side hustle just actually to get my product across. True story. Like I had no intention. I already had um, multiple companies running and I had no intention of when the, when the girl asked me about it, I was like, uh, no, like I am too busy. Uh, there's not, it's not happening. I just had my baby and I was running multiple companies. It was like, no, thank you so much, but no. And she did a really smart thing, which I talk about in the book. And I promise I'm going to wrap around to hold it. You said, thank you so much, but no. <laughs> yeah, I did. I said, Oh, thank you so much. But no, like, right, <laughs> no, right. I'm very clear on boundaries and I know when mine are at their limit. And so, but she did something really smart, which was set one the next time. And I, and again, this is in the book. So hopefully you guys will, will, will check, check it out because it's honestly about becoming the best version of yourself. The whole series is. So even though it's about direct sales, which is selling to people, it's not, it's about you recognizing why you're afraid of things and how to think about them differently and how to, to really uh, get what you want in life. And so she said to me, you know, I, I, my mantra with her was buy me two of everything new. Okay. Cause this was my hobby and I didn't have a lot of time. So when I was working on my stuff, I did not want to have any delays or any reason to, you know, to stop. And so I was like the ultimate customer. And when, when I call, when she called me back, she goes, I just wanted to tell you one thing really quick. I wanted to tell you how much money you would have saved if you were actually, you know, a consultant. And when she told me, I was like, holy crap, <laughs> that's a lot of money. Wow. And then I said to my, I said, well, let me talk to my husband, which I totally didn't need to. I just had to process for a minute, you know, and when I asked him, he's like, you're an entrepreneur. Why haven't you done it already? <laughs> and that was my accidental start in the direct sales industry. And then I rose to be top 10 in sales and recruiting internationally for more than a decade. Um, just in the out same of company? Yeah. I know. It's, yeah. In one yeah. company. Yep. Oh my Top 10. gosh. Worldwide. Imagine that being your first recruit. Like, holy Toledo. <laughs> right. I, hey, uh, after the show, I have something I want to talk to you about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so oh. wow, Vicki, that's unbelievable. Thank you. Wow. It's, Did you say well, your past? So along the way, you got married. I did. I actually got, okay, so here again, you guys, my journey has not been easy. I actually got when I was, so I don't know how much you want to know, Kim, but I'm just going to lay it out there, brother, because this is inspirational for people. 
Uh, I was, I bought my house when I was 19, yeah. right? Then, and right at that time, I met somebody I was dating. I ended up marrying him. He was an alcoholic drug addict, which is really super relationship, right? That, and I, that. people, if, you, if you're recovering from alcoholism and drug addiction, I have no bones about you. I mean, again, my father was an alcoholic, uh, my brother and sister, alcoholic drug addicts. It's been a challenging, you know, but it's like, I guess we knew. Yeah, Vicky does go all in, Patricia. I see your comment there. <laughs> And so he ended up leaving me when I was 21, right? Mm. I had started my company. He drained my bank account, charged up all my credit cards. He came home one day, he said, um, I don't love you anymore. I'm sure I ever did. I had an affair and I want a divorce. And I was like, uh, <laughs> like, like, you know, what do you do with that? You know, you're Can 21 years old. Can I borrow $5 of the money you stole from me? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the heck? Exactly. And it was like, oh, I, I remember sitting there for a while going, asking why, all the dumb questions, why? And then he told me, like, these are he's, alcoholics, drug addicts, they say the most interesting things, right? And like, ripping my self esteem you know, apart. You know, I have 16 and a half years sober. I don't, but hey, you know what? More power to you. Like yeah. I said, I have no bones about people going oh, through I that. Know. Right? Yeah. I think it's amazing. But I also want the people that are the codependents of those people to recognize yep. that it's not fault, right? And that, right. and, and here I was, like, I've been giving this man everything, everything I had. And, you know, and, you know, all of a sudden it was like my life totally caved in. So anyway, wow. that relationship, several years later, I actually met my husband in Al-Anon. So I can oh, really think. I did. So I can thank my ex-husband for, you know, the conduit, even though, like I said, we were just friends for years before we started dating. And so, you know, that's why one of the books is called Profit in the Pain is that we have to recognize that the crap that comes to us, the things that, you know, my dad saying no to paying for college, to my ex-husband, to, you know, making me nearly destitute and having to kick in the grit in my life and just just you know, <laughs> get did, it. Did you together. just say that your book is, is subtitled "Profit in the Pain"? No, that is number twelve in the series. You know, my book is is called "Walls of Wisdom: Turning Pain into Profit." See, I didn't know that. Look at it. We are like we are the same. How crazy we? is that? <laughs> wow, that I is insane. I, like my mind's a little bit blown right now. Holy moly! Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've like, okay. So like an Al-Anon where wine is a verb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I've been to Al-Anon. Oh, I hear you. I I'm hear a codependent you. myself. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It, yeah, I don't think you ever get over that completely. <laughs> That's <laughs> tough, but, but so, okay. So you met, wow. So keep going. Just keep, just roll with it. I'm blown away right now. Holy crap. Oh, well, I hope it's a good blown away. Yes, that's my, it's unbelievable. My, I want to encourage all of you people to just become the best version of yourself and recognize crap's going to happen and it's not going to feel good. It's going to feel like you can't make it through, but you can. I mean, like I said, this is only a tiny little piece. People always say like on my live stream stuff, oh my gosh, it's just you. Your life is so easy. And it was like, yeah, not so much. No, <laughs> not so much. You know, it just like wasn't. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And oh, I have yeah. a child with special needs. My son has Asperger's. And so, you know, he's oh. had my youngest one. And so he's had some some real challenges and struggles. And 
And, you know, most people, and that's one of the reasons, and I, I totally want to share this, is that uh, evict the bully in your head, I, I share because, you know, people think they're not enough, whether they're, you know, with him with Asperger's book number, I think it's six, and I'm sorry, I can't remember exactly which order they go in, but it's called Own It, How to Step Up and Stand Out. And I wrote that because of him, you know, and I, I, I tied it into entrepreneurs because they are constantly, you know, trying to fit in instead of just being who they are. They're trying to grab these, you know, trying to go fit into audiences instead of just attracting the people that care about them. And when, you know, the, I always said to my son, cause, um, and Elijah, if you're watching this, you know, I love you, honey. And it's really important that we help other people to work through it too. Is that he always said, people call me a weirdo or they say I'm weird. And I said, you're not weird, baby. You're quirky and quirky is cool. So my hashtag is quirky is cool. So the subtitle of that book is quirky is cool and normal is so yesterday because oh, we as yeah. entrepreneurs and people, right? We have to embrace who we are. And my son is the, the most lovely person. He is such a sweetheart. He loves people with a passion. He's just quirky. Wow. And I, I love his quirkiness because he also is incredibly intelligent and he uses the, the, his different style of thinking to come up with the greatest solutions for things. I mean, I'm amazed at him. And so I had to write a book that was about his, it's not, it, like I said, none of the books are about what they're about. They're all about you and they're all about trials and how to deal with them but wow. anyway i'm 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 yammering but yeah no, quirky is, this is heaven th the hashtag hashtag quirky is cool i love that Thank i've you. always felt a bit quirky myself <laughs> so like <laughs> right like and so now you can own it go quirky is cool <laughs> <laughs> that's right my my eight year old daughter my eight year old daughter's always doing that. She'll go hashtag whatever and I'm like Attitude yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Attitude. Well that that's coming. You oh, know that, right? <laughs> my thirteen year old's giving me that. But so so <clears throat> wow, holy moly. I don't even know what question to ask now. I'm never left speechless, by the way, ever. Um, That's, I'm going to put that on my resume. I left mean, Ken Wall yes. speechless. Left, <laughs> left him. So, so my gosh, you've, I mean, you've, you've done a lot of stuff. Uh, and, and, and so you wrote this direct selling series series there's not yeah, just series. one book there's nope, six this is one there's six six but books secret. how many oh, books have you written uh, i'm technically on number nine but i've written parts of 10 11 12 13 14 and 16 truthfully i know it's not stopping but i'm not going to continue on with one a month but i am like book the secret book, Direct Selling 601, right, is because, and I'm just going to tell your audience this, right, because my 12 books, a 12-month series started on 12-12 at 12-12. I could not have, not have a book on 12-12 at 12-12 again because that would just be tacky and terrible. So yeah, that's bad I, karma. Right? So I had to do an extra one. And since I deemed my own national hashtags of 1212 uh, is direct selling day, um, then I had to do another direct sales book. So it's 601 comes out that day. But book 14 is called 12 Books, 12 Months, The Journey, where I tell you about how 
ups and downs this went, uh, you know. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, but I have some other, you know, from my live streams and stuff, books that I'm working on. So, so, anyway. so Vicky, you're absolutely amazing. Holy crap. How did, so did, did you say you met another husband in Al-Anon or that was the first husband? No, my, no, my, no, I didn't mean my alcoholic husband in Al-Anon. I met him oh. on a blind date and that's a whole story oh. you guys will have to catch in, um, in one of the books. But I told my friend who wanted to go out with my, my roommate, um, don't set me up with any of your blonde haired, blue eyed surfer friends that smoke. <laughs> he set me up with a blonde hair, blue eyed surfer that smoked. Oh Seriously. I was like, really? I mean, <laughs> anyway, but that's a whole story in persistence. What won out because I wasn't even attracted to him or interested in him. And somehow he got me to marry him. So, you know, that's, wow. you have to read the books to get that story. <laughs> but oh I met my, my, my current husband who I've been married to for 24 years in, oh. uh, in Al-Anon. Oh, I'm nice. 22. I'm only 22 though. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Which lifetime are we talking about? Yeah, here? Right. Exactly. So, so, okay. You, um, so you've, my gosh. Okay. So, um, I don't even know. Okay. Let me back <laughs> up. Wow. Like my brain is going in all the directions of the books and the Al-Anon and the, 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 okay. So, you don't smoke. <laughs> We've established I that. I don't we know drink, that. don't smoke, and I don't swear. <laughs> Safe to assume. Um, so, so along the way, you know, I know that you've you've met a lot of people. You can't be one of the top recruiters in the world with a direct selling company and not have met a lot of people. Um, so along the way, um, you you meet people that are stuck. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you and I can sit here and, and have this conversation. I had a conversation recently with somebody that said, yeah, I get all this motivation. I've read all the books. I've been to the Tony Robbins seminars. I've done the da, 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 but it's something inside of me that says I can't get past the $150,000 mark up here. And I know until I believe that I can make $10 million a year, I never will. And how do you get past that? And I think that for somebody like you, I think you have a really good response for that. I want to hear yeah. it. Well, yeah. Well, mindset, you know, I call the, the book, you know, I call it the M3 philosophy of money, mindset, and motivation. So I'm, my whole goal is to help people get through those blocks. As a business consultant, um, you know, I have clients in seven countries. And the reason I actually started writing the books is because through this um, you know, the live streaming and stuff, I saw this thread running through where everybody was, was struggling. They're, you know, they're not, they're, they're miserable. And we're talking about, you know, the careers that everybody's parents want you to do, you know, doctors, lawyers, dentists, you know, actors, they're, they're struggling because they don't like what they do or they don't like what they're doing or how they're doing it or, or the, the control that other people have put on them. And, and so I started, you know, just working through that money mindset and motivation of recognizing why, like, why, why don't you think you can make that money? Why don't you think 
Why do you think you're not worth it? And, and I'm not a life coach, but all my clients say I am. They're like, oh my gosh, yes, you are. You are, because I believe you, right? I know, and, but you have to dig behind. And I'm not talking about dealing with every single issue you've ever dealt with in your life. But if you believe that you're not good enough, even if I tell you, oh my gosh, that is so valuable. People would pay a $1,000 an hour for you to deliver that. If you don't believe it, there's no way that I can get that money for you unless I sell it for you. Right. You know, you're not going to come on a live stream and go, I'm a thousand dollars an hour when you feel like you're a $60 an hour person, you know? So I help them bump themselves up slowly, but surely because, you know, recognizing, and I have, um, I, I don't mention in, um, who my clients are. I always let them share that out, but many of them are very vocal about, um, having worked with me and, and one of them actually, you know, started saying, he goes like, oh my gosh, Vicky, working with you is like a drug. Like I, I believe in myself. I can do it. I know that I can do it. And I said, that drug is called hope. It's hope yes. because we're afraid that we can't do it. And then that hope transitions into belief, which are characters in a victim bully in your head. Hope is one of the headspace heroes. And so is belief. And, and, you know, the bullies of like the big, I call them the big three of doubt, shame and fear. Yeah. Those three try and take over. But when we bring in captain confidence and corporal courage and we start recognizing our internal value, we start transitioning and changing the way people think about themselves. It's not me telling you you're different. It's you slowly but surely with a nudge. You know, I, and you guys know I call it a fitch slap, right? A fitch slap, <laughs> as so, so we're clear, <laughs> is a public service. It only comes out when necessary. It's always done in love and it's used to redirect the course of someone who's gone astray. And so, you know, if you say I'm not good enough, you get a fitch slap because you are good (laughs) enough. And we have to remember that. Right. So, you know, uh, I love it. That is awesome. So So, (laughs) that's how I do it is I I redirect them. I help them to. And I also, you know, not necessarily in popular belief, but remind them they don't have to say just because you went to college to become a doctor doesn't mean you have to stay a doctor if you don't love it. We, I, I call it an, you know, an exit strategy. We yeah. don't just quit and run away. We start the side hustle. We start the thing that we love and we start, you know, expanding yeah. that and then reducing this so we can transition without, you know, heart attack and, and, you know, family members struggling and that kind of thing. Right. Right. Wow. Wow. So this, um, this, this Grant Cardone bracelet I have, uh-huh. don't be a little, we could, we could change that to Fitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Except you do want to be a fit, right? But I say quit your fitching. One of my, one of the chapters in the book is quit your fitching because, oh. you know, stop your complaining. Stop, you know, stop complaining. It says it doesn't it. serve anyone. And like, see my kids, they have, they're required to read a chapter of the book. And then we have a conversation about it. Like, you know, and so if they come in and complain, I'm like, mm mm. Mm-mm, quit your fiction. Now, what are we doing? We have to come up with three. Like if you, we use what's called HCI. How can I, how can I accomplish that? And you need to come up with three solutions. If you dump a problem, you have to come up with three possible solutions and they can be from the obvious to the outlandish. I don't care, but you will come up with three because you will open the brain. You will open those windows. And you know, it's amazing what happens to children when you give them the freedom for the outlandish, like when Elijah and Zach are fighting and he says, I could send Zach to the moon on a rocket ship, you know, (laughs) or, you know, or I could talk to my brother, you know, it's like, okay. So, but, but requiring that, cause I say, I don't, I don't understand wine. I don't, it's like, blah, 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 blah. I don't get it. So 
HCI, how can I? And three possible solutions. You're not going to complain. You know, so anyway. Wow. Um, Vicki, you are unbelievable. I, I, wow. So, so, okay. I want to ask you before we go too much further. Um, okay. My gosh, I can't believe we've already been on here 36 minutes. What? I know, right? Uh, so, so you put together some, somehow, some sort of way you put together um, back in, I, I remember back in the blab days. Yeah. Um, I, matter of fact, I was on blab with, with Grant Cardone and some other big names for several times. And, um, but you put together something with the, like the, he's the king of, of, of it all. And, and so why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, that was super fun. Now I can't take, uh, takes all the credit for that. Uh, Anthony Conklin is, uh, was very courageous and, and I love hesitate. It. I love Anthony. He's amazing. Right. He's he, amazing. he is a lovely person. And, yes. um, Anthony loved Tony Robbins. I'm going to be totally honest about, it. I had never seen Tony Robbins. I, I knew who he was, but, and Tony don't get mad. Okay. If you're watching this, not that you would, but I know some of your peeps are watching, but, uh -huh. um, I was like, oh my gosh, he's so, like, he seemed so cocky and stuff in the, the things that I had seen, you know, TV. <laughs> I know, it's true. So I was there as a support for Anthony, who this was his lifelong dream, right? And yeah. I'm the one that helped him, you know, guide him and get, you know, anyway. So I did a support role there in, in creating conversation and making sure things were flowing. I literally, during that interview, I was serving five devices. I had his house staff on one. I had, all, I mean, I had all these things that I'm monitoring. Plus, I'm monitoring the chat and figuring out who we're going to bring in and what's going on. I mean, if you watch that interview, you'll see me going like this. Like, I look like a yeah. robot because I am literally monitoring. I, his own staff I mean everything and trying to make sure that it goes off flawlessly right and um but he was so kind that um you know like I said we had to do do some extraordinary things to get that through but he invited Anthony and I to go to his UPW event and he you know we were in the front row and and um we got Anthony up on stage a couple times with Tony and I got some video of that and stuff wow. but through that I recognized, even though I had never listened to anything he said, I'd never heard him just little sound bites or whatever, because uh, I was a huge Jim Rohn fan and I knew that he was, a, you know, he had worked for Jim Rohn. Yeah. But I recognized a lot of the same things that I say he was saying. Like, I'm sure we all got him from the greats. You know, we got him from Jim and we got him from, you know, Tom Hopkins and Brian Tracy and, you know, different people. But I fell in love with him. Now, I do not agree with everything. Tony, I love you, man, but I do not agree <laughs> with everything that, um, that you, uh, you know, that he believes. I don't. But I did believe that his intention was to, um, to help people. And we we're very much in alignment there. As a matter of yeah. fact, uh, I went to Fiji uh, for an event and um, his stage manager, Rocky Jacobson, who I just did an event with this weekend with Jack Canfield and and um, uh, Michael E. Gerber, who I just love. Oh, yeah. What? I just want to hug him. Right? Uh, well, I did <laughs> hug him a lot. You know, I have a lot of pictures I was hugging and his wife. They're just adorable people. Oh, yeah. But Rocky actually wrote the foreword for a Vic the Bully in Your Head, Tony Robbins' stage manager. Um, wow. And it's just like. 
you know, these create connections. So I wrote an article. Hey, Greg, nice to see you, sweetheart. I wrote an article that I haven't posted yet. It's called Tony Robbins Hope or Hype that I started right before I went to the UPW originally to see. And then I, I started, I added to it at each event I've been to of his and, you know, how I feel about Tony and stuff like that. So it's a really, um, you know, it's a really uh, incredible thing. And Tony was very humble and kind and, um, and just like, he's just a nice man. He's, he, uh, you know, I gotta be, I gotta be real. Like, First off, his one of his number one, I think he's number one for Tony in the world salespeople um, is a guy named Dragon Trajakovsky. Do you know Dragon? I do not. He's one. Of, he's either number one or in the top, you know, couple. I, they bounce back and forth, I think. But Dragon's a buddy of mine, and I told Dragon, like, dude, because he's, you know, always at the UPW events, hanging out with Tony. And I said, dude, like 25-ish years ago, I read Awaken the Giant Within. And, and you know, I mean, I, I had a very tumultuous childhood. So, you know, I, 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 I couldn't find my rear end with both hands and a flashlight. I mean, I was, I was lost for years. And, and so when I read Awaken the Giant Within, it blew me away. I mean, it blew me away. And I remember back then going, I'm going to know that man at some point in my life. I'm going to be able to say I'm friends with Tony Robbins. Now, I'm not yet, <laughs> but it's coming. And I'd love to someday interview him. But, like, that's incredible. And Jack Canfield, like, we just did a – we do website development, and, and we just did a big website for Dr. Cherie Carter-Scott, who uh-huh. is, like, she's been on Oprah several times. She's worked with Jack on in, in a bunch of different things, and – She's the mother of coaching. She's incredible. And so I'm like, wow, you're connected to Jack Canfield. I love Jack Canfield. Like literally right there. I don't know if you can see it, but there's Jack's book, The Success Principles. Like I love Jack Canfield. So what you're doing is incredible, Vicki. Oh, thank you. I'm super excited. And, and Michael Gerber, um, actually has, if, if, for any of you guys, I want to help him spread the message. He is trying to distribute a million, um, e-myths into schools, uh, international or, well, nationwide, I think was his first goal. And because I speak in the schools on the evictable in your head and the you are enough campaign, uh, we are going to collaborate and w- work on, you know, getting those books out. And if you guys have not read the e-myth revisited, you've got to read it. Right. I mean, honestly, he's, he's so stellar yeah big time i have it right over there i love that book i'm telling you like wow how in the world because like i wrote now i made a decision after 20 some years of putting it off to write a book and i released Uh it in october of 2017 and and it hit the bestseller list and all that but and and but i know right which is pretty cool but but like, you know, I, I, um, I, I just remember this one day I was like, I've, I have to write a book now. Mm-hmm. And so I literally, it's only 74 pages. It's not a huge book. Um, but I wrote this thing in seven days, like I was done. And, mm-hmm. and, and so like, what about you? Like you're writing book, uh, like Holy crap, like you're only 22 and you've written so many books. <laughs> oh my gosh. How are um, you do, how do you do it? I mean, is your house a mess? 
Do you not do no. laundry? Do you not clean? Do you not eat? This is a good question, and I'll I'll share. Oh, I don't know how much time you have, but I'd well, love to share. It's the internet. We can go all day if we want. That's right. Hey, people, either stick around or just be amazed. But this is <laughs> good stuff, right? Right. Good stuff. Okay, so the reason, because uh, people ask me all this all the time, and it is inside the the first book. I think it's inside all of them because this is a major question. Like, yeah, how do you have like, the time? Well, and what are you doing? Like, what? Why are you writing twelve books? Like, what's up with you? You know, you have to. <laughs> right. So, so right. I tell people. Greg says I don't sleep. I, I do s- sleep. I swear. <laughs> um, although I don't sleep more as maybe as much as some people do because I do get up at four forty-five and. and oh then my gosh! I, I know. I Jeez. I have a lot of energy. True story. And no, people, I don't do drugs. I really, I never have. I'm not saying we never had weird exploration as children, but I do not do drugs. I do not drink. I don't funny. smoke, right? But like I said, I'm not lying. And Stacy is right. The rock star guide to getting it done. I have built and sold four companies. I've run multiple companies. Uh, you know, a child that has some special needs. Um, he's extraordinary. So don't get me wrong. It's not like he is a burden at all, but the communication, you know, we, we take a lot of time to make sure he can understand and navigate the world. That, and it requires, uh, it requires more, more effort, more energy. Yes. It just does. It does. Yeah. It's energy. And that's the thing is most people don't put their energy where it belongs, but people kept asking me when I was recognizing all these things, I'd be on the thing and I go, you know, I'm going to write a book on that. Yeah. Your girlfriend, you got to evict the bully that's, re- that's residing in your head. And, you know, and then I was like, yeah, I'm going to write a book on that, Evict the Bully in Your Head. And then, you know, I this and that. And then all of a sudden, I don't remember what day it was, but all these people started asking and saying, where can I get that book? Where can I get that book? Where can I was like, well, I haven't actually written them yet. I will put the links <laughs> in, Kevin, if he'll let me. Like, I mean, these are, it's just, I could literally transcribe the 2,000 or 3,000 live streams I've done or the talks I've done and somebody could put them in a book. But I go, you know what? I got to do this. And if I do traditionally like a year or six months, it's still going to be six or 12 or 20 years before the content gets out. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do something really weird. Like I'm really good with my time. I wrote a course called the Rockstar Guide to Getting It Done because people always say, how do you run multiple businesses? How do you do all this? And oh, I you tell wrote, is it a course or a course. book? It's a course. It's a course. And there's pieces of it integrated into the books, but it's a course and it's a video course to make what? it simple. I know. It's so cool, though. I'm going to tell you right now, even my son, who is 22, yes, he is 22, he goes, Mom, this is awesome. Dad needs to do this because my husband's very (laughs) creative and free-spirited and will make 28 trips to the store where all it is is teaching you to layer and group task, not multitask, but group task. So if Um, I asked you for a, 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 like a, a yellowish orange manila envelope, you would know exactly where to go find it, right? Well, you can see them right there, but yes, I do. I am very organized. Um, oh my God. My family is not. And so that makes things a little bit challenging, but I am, everything has a place. Like, you know, the things that are right next to my desk, I actually have a custom built office that is the, where I have drop down shelves for the most, the things I use most. I'm like a, a proficiency expert, like literally I go into companies and tell them where they're losing time and energy from people and that kind of stuff. It's just the way my brain works. Oh my so, gosh. Wow. <laughs> and there, and everybody here is like, okay, I'm exhausted now. I can't even take this woman. <laughs> wow. No, I love this. I am I, like, I'm excited to start. Like 
I didn't know you had courses and, and, <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I do, I do business consulting and coaching too. And I, I, and, and I, it's funny how you said I'm not a life coach. Cause I'm like the same thing or like, I, I'm, but I always like you end up there. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you got to yeah. help them figure out, right? Yes. I mean, it's, you, yes. if you, if people are stuck, like if we can't help them figure out why they're stuck, right. that they hate their job or that they are not having fun and they're trying to conform to other people, then, you know, we don't Oh Yeah. Stacey's saying, tell, ask her about the time I spent three and a half years in a wheelchair. This is true. What? Too. I know. Which part do you want me to finish? Because we have so many lines going. Oh my on. God. See, that's why this is the most like exhilarating interview I've done, but like, I'm, I'm like Exhausted. going in a million directions. My mind is, it's going crazy. So, so tell me about the quickly about the wheelchair. What? All right. Let me, let me finish that previous slide and I'll wrap that in. So okay. the 12 books, 12 months. So I started writing uh, to, for, from eight to 10. I write very quickly about a thousand words every half hour. So, you know, so about 2000 words an hour. And so I was writing from eight to 10 every morning. And then I realized that I thought my books were only going to be like 30,000 words, you know, maybe 40 or 50, but they're 80 and 90,000 words. So I had to double up on that time because I had, there's also, you have to find time to actually edit or review and then when they get too fat I have to take content out and push it into another book because and they're not there's meat people I'm telling you there's not fluff there are analogies and examples and super fun ways of helping you to remember things and a 15 page Fitchism dictionary in the back because I have my own language Jeez. that makes things fun for people like the bubble bump like the um, you know the Fitch slap like um, <laughs> you know Bobo who's the one that helps you through your intimacy bubbles I have characters people and Anyway, super fun. So that's how I write the books right now. I typically Ken pulled me away to do this interview because usually from eight to 12, I am in my office with a sign on the door. that says, do not come in unless there's blood or smoke. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and everybody knows you don't smoke. So yeah, right. yeah, go in a, if there's smoke for there's sure. There's going to be a fire. Or, and then I told my son yesterday, hangnails do not count as blood. Just so we're clear that we're going to get, <laughs> oh you know, make sure. God. But so I am very focused. Um, I'm just very focused person so I can get a lot done in short periods of time. Wow. So, you know, that's, that's how I'm writing the books. And like I said, the passion I have for it and any of you guys listening, I, first of all, I'd love for you guys to, to have that. <laughs> Greg says he's seen the Fitch lab, <laughs> but <laughs> You know, I'd love for you guys to purchase them, not because I want to sell books, because I want to change your life. And that is the truth. I know without a shadow of a doubt, these books will change your life, you know, and and one of them is called You're Broke, Not Broken, which, you know, is a reminder that your value has nothing to do with your bank account. There's so many people that are financially struggling and your value has nothing to do with your bank account. And just hold on to that because I, I have a, a feeling that someone here is struggling with that. And that's why I wanted to, to mention that part. Wow. So, um, the three and a half years in a, years in a wheelchair, I, and this is, this is also the humiliation part, right? You guys are going to love this because people love to see, you know, where people have fallen. And this is literally a fall. I was in front of 7,000 people, 7,000 people. And I'll say luckily in this time I was number two, um, in the category instead of not number one. 
because everybody else had gone down. They had this huge cruise ship style staircase that they had made for getting these awards. And, and, um, I start walking down and, and they, they, the stairs were made really weird. They had these tiny little steps with this huge fat molding. I mean, it was like the craziest thing I've ever seen. And so, but anyway, I'm walking down the stair and then, um, <laughs> then the molding, I feel the molding slipping out. Like it slipped out and I came down. <laughs> At, seriously, you, there was no, you could have heard a pin drop, right? The vice president walks over like ghost white, picks up the molding, kind of smiles at me and chucks it to the side and helps oh me up. Yeah, I know, right? This is at one of the, the company, the, the, yes, co- the events. Yes. And oh so, right. And so I, so he helps me up and I pop up in typical Vicky Fitch style. Cause this is me and I go, you know, like just waving at everybody because they're like, they don't know what to do. Like, is she going to run off the stage? Is she going to, you know, we're calling the ambulance. What's happening, right? Oh my and then, God. right. Okay. Now this is where it gets funny. Well, I guess for it's, it wouldn't really probably as funny then, but it was funny to me anyway. So at the top of the stairs, cause I was number two, number one is my girlfriend, Lise. And all of a sudden, again, the room is still dead silent. She goes, Oh my gosh, her pants are ripped. My butt is hanging out. I'm bleeding. True story, right? Oh I'm bleeding God. in front of 7,000 people. Oh, but my, no. It, oh, my gosh. And my girlfriend, so she runs down, jumps over the stair that is now not a stair, right? She has this little shirt, um, a little overshirt with, oh like, half God. sleeves. So it wouldn't actually tie around me, but she wraps it around me, even though I'm bleeding. So I'm sure her white shirt was destroyed, right? I have to hold the shirt around my waist so my butt is not hanging out for the world to see with my left hand. I accept my ward with my right hand. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there trying to smile. Oh and oh my gosh, it was hilarious. Like, it should, I should, I mean, most people will think you were humiliated. I really wasn't. I don't know why, because it certainly is a humiliating thing. <laughs> but again that's where we find profit in the pain right it's that's like right. Okay, like okay this is okay it's life it happens and people are coming up to me afterwards oh my gosh i would have run off the stage gone home and never showed up again and you just sat there smiling and waving making us all feel better it was extraordinary oh, wow but, What I didn't realize is that, you know, as a type A personality that kept on going and it hurt, I thought it was just going to get better. Well, it ended up I had torn the ligaments in my hip and they grew back wrong. And so my spine twisted and I ended up with seven bulging discs in my spine and three in my neck. And one day, I know, one day my hip froze. I was at church and one day my hip froze. I literally was stuck like a statue and I sat there with just tears running down my face. Like I'm not saying anything because people are just walking by and I'm six foot tall. So unless you're up here, you're not seeing the tear because you know, we're, we just kind of are where we are. And, um, a neighbor of mine saw me and he saw the the tears running down my face and he came and helped me. And then that went through this whole thing of finding out what had happened and what transpired. And I was in a wheelchair for three and a half years. And I got to tell you, that's a whole other story. But yeah, I started feeling very discouraged at, at a point there. I did stay in top in my company because the consistency I had developed and was able, that's when I started learning online marketing because I was in bed and I learned how to do webinars and people didn't have to know that I, I couldn't walk and, you know, that wow. kind of thing. So 
you know, that's where we, you know, that, that grit, which is a character in one of the books as well, you know, where grit just, um, I grit for me, the character, it stands for get ready. It's time. And so I have to dig in, right. And recognize our value and say, I've got more in me. I cannot let this define me. I cannot, I can't stay here. I have to keep moving forward. And, um, anyway, so uh, there's so much more to tell, but like I said, I don't. (laughs) So I'm, oh my gosh. Wow. I'm completely numb. I'm, I'm, I like you are freaking amazing. And if, if anybody watching this has not shared this out, shame on you. (laughs) (laughs) You yeah, need, shame you need on a you. Fit slap. <laughs> That's right. Let's redirect your course right now. Boom. Right. <laughs> like this is absolutely unbelievable. So, so uh, okay, so I think it's a travesty in life that 99% of the world lives in such a fearful and and um almost non-existent place like like they they're born into this world they go through school they might go to college they get a job they you know blue collar white collar doesn't matter and they they but you know they're at 50 60 80 100 200 whatever the number is thousand dollars a year and that they got the benefits package and they've got everything and 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 they go through you know just this mundane lifestyle and and i'm not judging i'm not judging i think that every person on this planet was sent here to do fantastically great things amen and 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 most of us don't even attempt it because of all of the crap so you know i i ask this question of every single guest and oh my god i can't wait to hear your answer I can't wait to hear. Um, I will tell you that the most common answer is fear. Mm-hmm. I've interviewed 150-ish people so far, and, and the most common answer is fear. What keeps people stuck? Why do people stay stuck? What I've, I've, you know, I'm involved in some direct selling stuff. I'm sure you know who Ray and Jessica Higdon are. They're, they're friends of mine and clients of mine. And so I, I'm in, in the industry ish kind of, I stay on the outskirts, but, but I'm not one of those to go all in, but like, you know, I, I, I see so many people where I'll go, Hey, you know what? I know some people making a million bucks a year doing this and, and, da, 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 and, and, you know, the, the, uh, well, no, you know, they come up with every reason in the world not to do something, whether it's direct selling or it's quit that job that you hate so much and go do what you want to do that you love. Like, you know, what keeps people stuck there? What, in your opinion, why do they stay stuck? Well, I'm going to concur that a lot of it is fear. And that's what I address in Evict the Bully in Your Head. But I call them the big three. And, you know, fear, shame, and doubt. Those three bullies, as a a, a posse, tend to demolish our self-esteem and our self-confidence. You know, they – and I have – 
done, I think, a, a lovely job of explaining who those characters are and why they are able to get in with something which I would love your audience to understand is what I call the intimacy bubbles. The intimacy bubbles are, you know, why we get hurt and why we allow so much fear and, and the judgment of other people to attack us because fear in itself is not literally typically a fear of physical harm it you know in in business it's a fear of others judging and the ridicule and the shame and and the that discomfort and then we doubt ourselves and we start to kind of you know withdraw but the intimacy bubbles are, are like a protector and remember i told you i have a character named bobo bobo yeah. is a bubble bubble Bo- bobo is the the guardian of the bubbles and your your <laughs> bubbles i know it's it's fun I and it's funny it. <laughs> it's fun and it's funny because your intimacy bubbles, right? It's not how much you love people. It's how much, how much you're willing to allow them into your vulnerability, right? Like, cause the closer we, people are, if somebody yelled from far across the street and said, you're ugly, it's like, okay, bye-bye. Like, I don't even know you. Now, if it's what we call a hot spot and it's something you're sensitive about, it might hurt, but it's not going to totally devastate you because you don't even know them, right? Right, right. But if your spouse says you're ugly, then it's like, <gasps> you know, like, wow, right? This is super painful because right. we've allowed them so close to that vulnerability. So the bubbles go, you know, personal one, and I happen to be a Christian. And so me and, and my Lord are in that bubble, you know, right, and that's right. the only thing. The problem is when you allow the bullies in your head, they're in the bubble too. So you're right. let, allowing those bullies in your most intimate space, right? Right. And so it's just, it, it's, it, it kills you because you can't get away from it. But the next bubble is your intimate bubble, which is your spouse and your, your partner. And you don't have to, it doesn't have to be physically intimate to have an intimate relationship with people. But the closer we let them in, we push them all, you know, there's these bubbles and the, there's the outliers and the strangers. But what people get most, um, value out of recognizing is that those that the, those little zones of your family. Like yeah. we tend to let family there. The close family bubble is close. Your family doesn't have to stay in the family bubble. Just so you know, it doesn't change how you love them. You just bubble bump them right out, and they get to go wherever they belong because they don't deserve access to your vulnerability. So, hold it, do that again. What 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 did you do there? I I had its whole screen is on you. Bubble bump, a bubble bump. I love it. And you. Bubble bubble. They get a little hip check and they go to a bubble that's more appropriate to the way they treat you, you know? And so it's, it's really important you guys understand this. That's why a victim in your head, it's got a lot of technical and stuff in it blended into funny things like that. Do a bubble bump. Just, you know, you know, and, and it's a, a language that other people can, can, gravitate to so they can say girlfriend that he needs a bubble bump you know i mean like we can just, <laughs> boom and we don't you don't know you know no enough said we don't need him we know what that means you are not getting in you know <laughs> yeah. a bubble he needs a bubble bump Bub- i love it i love uh-huh. it so if somebody were to call you up and say vicky um, you know, unfortunately I was a, I was a raging alcoholic for many, many years. And, and I, you know, I have 16 and a half years of recovery and sobriety by the grace of God. Um, but I, I, you know, many years prior to that, uh, I, I was like, you know, I, I was not in a good place. And so 
you know, I've been through, you know, cars repossessed, electric getting shut off, the all of the different things. So if 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 somebody were to hit you up and say, Vicky, tomorrow my electric's being turned off. My car was repossessed last week. I can't find my rear end with both hands and a flashlight. My life is falling apart. I've tried everything, and I love the way Tony Robbins talks about that, but. But the, you know, I've done. I, I just can't figure it out, and I'm broke. I can't feed the kids. I'm. It's a mess. What's the first thing you say to that person? Because you know, and I know that it's. It starts right there, right? Probably got to do some bubble bumping, but like it starts right there. But what's the first thing that you're gonna say to help that person get out of that mindset and into the right mindset? Well, I mean, I'm going to tell them, they, first of all, they need to be listening to positive things. And, it, you know, it depends on their actual circumstances, yeah. assuming they still have a phone or they have access to something where they can listen to positive things. I'm going to recommend that they do that because we got to start. We have to start. You know, I love um, Dr. Tom Barrett. How he talks about the jelly in your donut, right? We got to squeeze the old jelly out. We got to fill it with some new jelly while we're working on these other things. So recognizing your own value is a critical piece. If you think you're worthless, your ability to get a job, your ability to move past that, your ability to come up with creative solutions is going to be severely stunted. So, but the first thing I would do is say, you know, HCI, how can I, how Love can it. I, how can I feed the kids? Okay. We're, there's got to be a food bank, right? And I got, I mean, I, this may sound terrible to some and good to others. I don't really care. This is what I truly believe. If I had to beg for food, like if I really, my kids were hungry and I need to beg for food, I would beg for food, but I would try and offer some kind of value and say, I realize you don't know me and I, you don't want to know why I got no money, but those kids are hungry and I'm willing to do what you need to get done, right? right. You need some consulting because I got to tell you, I'm pretty wise. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I need a, I need a couple burgers for those kids right there. <laughs> and then I will do, I'll do hard labor. I'll do whatever it is. So, you know, recognize I will. Like, I, I mean, seriously, like, as long, I mean, let's just make this clear for any trolls that might be out there. I will not, you know, uh, change my value system. Right. I'm not pimping myself out, not flashing <laughs> you, you know, anything that's within my value set. I'm in. I don't care if I have to move bricks, dig ditches. It doesn't matter. And if you recognize that your value has nothing to do with your occupation, nothing to do with how much money you have in the bank, Amen. you can do it with fervor and a vigor and go, yeah, I'm going to be the best freaking uh you know, ditch digger you've ever seen. You just teach me how I know how to do this. You teach me where you want things and I will learn because I will profit from that pain. I will not allow my self-esteem, right? Because self, and this is from a victim bully in your head, self is a neutral character. <clears throat> it depends on who its influences are. If they're negative, you have bad self-esteem, negative self-esteem, you think poorly of yourself. If you've been influenced by the headspace heroes, then you can totally grip your life and recognize your value. So, that's what I would do. I would encourage them if they have a phone to get overdrive. It's free with your library and start listening to positive things. L listen to, you know, people that are delivering value and are, are wanting to help you encourage your life. You don't have to spend money to build a business. It's easier. I recommend it. But again, if I, I mean, I started my first business at 12 years old. I had no money. I needed to earn money. And so I did. So there are options. And so start with HCI. How can I? Don't be proud. Go out. If you have to ask for help, if you have to ask for food, ask for the dang food. You can't think if you can't eat. Yep. And there are 
people that are willing to help you. And if they want to shun you, then they are not the kind of people you want to hang out with next time. Just take the food, say thank you very much, see if you can provide some value and move on to someone else. But don't I allow freaking love it. I love you. I think you're amazing, amazing, amazing. And by the way, the French pedicure, manicure is incredible. Oh, so. thank I'm a life <laughs> manicurist too. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I think I think that that like I, I'm blown away. Like you've got to come on my show more often. Oh, like I, I, I I'm I'm I think anybody that missed this today, if you're watching the replay, share this out. Everybody deserves to hear this. H C I. How can I? I love it. And it's, 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 um, it's Tony Robbins has the can I, C A N I, the constant and never ending improvement. And, you know, I think about things like that. Like he talked about, because I think people don't understand the value. And you mentioned this earlier the, the consistency, right? People don't understand. Like we see these people like Grant Cardone and Tony Robbins and Jack Canfield and, and we don't understand that they did not become a success overnight. Vicky didn't become a success overnight. I didn't become a success overnight. You've got, it takes a long time. It does. It does. And a and lot of sleepless nights, a lot of hard work. Like it's incredible. So Vicky, from the bottom, the depths, the largest depths of my heart, I am so grateful you came on this show today. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. And, um, you know, I, I hope that I brought some value to some of you people and I hope that you will check out the series again, not because I want to sell you some books because I want to change your life. I really do. And I know I can do it. I know I can. <laughs> I, know, I, I know you can too. I, I'm looking forward to your books. Actually. I'm, I'm really look, I, I have, I have people send me, do you know who Jeffrey Gettimer is? He's a really I good do. friend of mine. So he just like, they send me, I love Jeffrey and Jen. He, he's lovely. He's I, lovely. I love them. And like they, I just, you know, I've got so many books. People send me books all the time. <laughs> like, how am I going to read all these? Anyway, I, 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 you know, HCI. Well, how can I read all these? Exactly, right? my friend. It. I love, I love it. it. That's my new. <laughs> that's my new life. How can I? You are awesome. Thank you so much. I, I, everybody, follow. How can everybody follow you? Where do you want them to follow you? Oh gosh, you can. I live stream every day at 6 p.m. Pacific on Facebook Live, Periscope, Instagram, and YouTube. So you can follow me on any of those channels. Um, I love Facebook because I love being able to tag people and share it. Um, you know, my my business page is Vicky Fitch One. Pretty much off, across other social media platforms, it's either Vicky Fitch or what I call the curse of the underscore. It's Vicky underscore Fitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I tried to get them all without the underscore, but then a lot of them had the underscore, and it's like ah, well, I don't know, I don't even know which I, I try and answer all of them but uh anyway do, do what i did i i put real r-e-a-l in front of it real ken walls and that's everything now <laughs> it's hard to change at this I point know, but 
but I, uh, I, I absolutely love it. And if they want to go to, uh, if you don't mind me saying, I have, um, you know, my, my, I, my group, right? The Fitch yeah. 5000, people that cheer me on because of my big, hairy, audacious goal. This is a BHAG for sure. I'd love for them to be part of that. And, um, if you go to vickyfitch.com slash 5k, you can learn all about the 12 books, 12 months journey and how it like help me get into schools, help me, help me get on television. Not because I, you know, want to have my own show because I really don't care, but I know I'd be good at it. But because I want to share the message with the world, I want people to understand their value. And if we start with kids, you know, that's where the you are enough campaign comes in is to recognize your value and start the bubble bumps early and um, making sure that we don't allow people in too close. And there's even a story in there about Uncle Ichabod, you know, so I give names to things so kids can, um, you know, so they can they can use terms that they don't have to try and explain why they're uncomfortable around someone. They can just call him uncle Ichabod. You know, I, and I talk about a relationship with my, my step grandfather and how he was not a very nice person and, you know, and that we have to trust ourselves and, and our children and stop worrying so much about what other people think about what our children do or say, and be more worried about what they feel. And, you know, we know if our kids are being spoiled and, and being rude and we know when kids have an innate ability to recognize people, that are not the kind of people they should spend time around. So help me get the message out. You know, let's let's partner together with the URNF campaign and the um, 12 Books, 12 Months series. Again, it's to change the world. I want people to recognize their value. I really have, do. <laughs> have, you been, have you been on Gettimer's podcast yet? I have not. I would love that intro. It's going to happen. I'm going to make that happen. Like, I'm re- I, they're very good friends of mine. I love him and Jen, his fiance. I've loved them. They're, they're amazing. So I'm going to make that happen. They're, and it's one, of the, it's one of the number one podcasts in the world. It's like, fantastic. It's crazy. So, yeah. so, Vicky. I oh my god I, my brain is I, I can't think I can't process <laughs> right now like you're you're incredible you're incredible oh. and I wish are you going you're not happy are you going to the 10x growth conference I am not no I wish you I mean, were Patricia Lynn Burgess is going to be there hanging out in the private suite I I'm I'm going to be in one of the suites there and she's actually going to be in that suite I think so that's going to be awesome but um, I'm so excited. I, 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 you're amazing. We're going to do Aww. some great things. I, I want to help you in every single way possible. So we're thank do you. That. I, I'm so touched and I so appreciate it. Um, I think hopefully my passion for people and, and helping, uh, comes through like really well, because I want you guys to know <laughs> you guys, you are enough just the way you are. But when I you want it. to improve, it should be because of you, not because other people don't think you're enough. You're a rock star. Holy crap. Let's let everybody on here, unless you already follow her, go follow Vicky now. Yes, go yes, follow please. her. And Vicky, please, if you have the time, I know you're a little busy. Like, <laughs> like, what do you do with all your free time? I'm kidding. But I, you know, if you, I know. If you would I, go back and just put in some some, you know, of your links to books yeah. to everything, just put in the comments and and oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. You're amazing. The world oh, needs to know that. Oh, I'm yeah. giving you a virtual hug right now. Just, <laughs> I accept it. I love right? it. I'm even giving you my heart. My heart eyes are really, they're for Joel Com. So Joel, if you're watching, honey, I love you. But you can have these. 
I always promised Joel on Blab that I was like, I heart Joel Com. I only gave those to Joel. So, uh, oh, and then I gave them to awesome. Aaron. But anyway. Well, thank you so much. You're awesome. Thank you. You guys all have, I know your day is going to be better after watching this. So have an amazing day and, and HCI. HCI, people. How can I? How can I? I love it, Vicki. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, See you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>